Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Let's do it. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. Man, if I can fit that in my suitcase, I get it. <laughs> Did you ever? Were you remember that year the finals? The dudes got the uh, truck robbed. Uh, uh-uh. when was that? Which year was uh, that? Might have been the like TNT. I think it was like 15, 16. Oh, dude, no, they were. They were. It was the NBA. they got the shit out the out the out the car in front of the the soul food joint, right? No, they were at they were sitting at Panda Express eating while people. Right, were- that's what. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Got boosted while they were eating. Well, they're, they're eating <laughs> generals. We got hit in Oakland. Me and Amin. It was at um, the live show. Remember, Marcus? Oh, y'all got hit that time. Yeah, wow. you better watch out out here. And I, I was, I was smart enough because I had my computer. I brought it inside to the place. So I'm like, and Amin left his iPad and some oh, other yeah. stuff. Oh, when I see that, it's on, man. Shit, we got hit. That's heck of funny. So they took that. all their shit. Bro, they, they emptied took, out the entire they, truck. Like they had like this was A Rod in them, right? When did A Rod yeah, yeah, them yeah. do the baseball How much game? Money yeah. was that? I mean, this ain't no little regular one. Right. Oh, this is like, like a, a baseball, yeah, like a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. Oh my yeah. dude, God. they had camera equipment and shit in there. They had all kinds of shit in there. Wow, and they just That's took nice. all this Yo, shit. They went and had lunch by the Coliseum. It was in there chilling in East Oakland. <laughs> thought it was safe. Damn. They came in straight to an empty van. That was right. like, 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 what was y'all doing? Nice. We were eating lunch. Like, hold on, you stayed there and ate? Like, it's literally a Walmart you? across the street. Like, did that tell you all you need to know? Right. <laughs> they were chilling. I don't know yeah. where they thought they were. Oh, no. Yeah, they were just, oh, no, let's have some more. No, let's have another. There he is. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, Gary? How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, we're. We're okay. Thank What's you up, for Superstar? doing this, man. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having. Me. Of course, of course. Now, look, I told Marcus, so we got to start. We got to start with KD and, and the ashiness, man. But you know, I know you're gonna. <laughs> I just, I just seen that this morning too. Did you just? <laughs> we got we got the same problem with wigs. Right. Wigs that right? No. So. It is what it tell is. Wig, tell Wigs, don't let that photo get out. Don't right, let right. it get out. Him and Wigs don't care. Damn. At all. <laughs> At all. all right, so let's let's get into it. Let's do, let me know. Jay, let me know when we're ready, man. Uh, you're all set, Marcus. You're good, right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm recording. All right, go ahead. Let's bring DA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who Comma is Jason on the Athletic Podcast Network. I turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the most in his braggadocio, I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than shit. With David, David Aldridge. Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he had their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in there. And Marcus Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content yeah. and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at him. Who's the Jason? Welcome to Hoop 5, 4, we have ignition. Stay mellow, my friends. The comic is... We have left off. 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 We have left off
It's another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge here in D.C., Marcus out in the Bay in Oakland. Hey, in honor of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you can get all the Athletic's great writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com forward slash NBA show before midnight on Monday, November 29th and lock in our very best price of the year. Just $1 a month for 12 months for new subscribers. And our special guest, we're going to bring him in right away because we got to start talking about this right away. <laughs> From the Golden State Warriors, Gary Payton. What's up, sir? What's up? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Man, okay, so look, I told Marcus... We got to start with KD and the ashiness, man. What's hey, man, can I defend my brother first off? Can, defend, can I, defend your can brother. I, Go can ahead. Can I defend? Like, I understand, man. It's cold as hell in Brooklyn. He's seven foot tall. Do you know how long it takes to to lotion seven foot legs? Like, he probably didn't feel like it that day. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, that was multiple days. That was like no, eight or nine about, days uh, of non-lotioning. So I guess we could begin with GP. Do you use lotion? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right out the shower, you got to you got to get. Of course, right? what are you we got even to, talking about? You got to. It's, Marcus, no, it's a no brainer. Come on, man, Marcus. When I was growing up in the seventies, if you came out looking like that, you know what you got called. You got called Arthur Ashe. Yeah, Arthur <laughs> Ashe. Wow. Wow. They say, what's up, Arthur? I used, to, I used to use Vaseline when I was little in Seattle, so I made sure that I, there was no extra spots. And no, just you can't. You got to. This, this, is a, this is a sign that it's time, Kevin Durant. It's time for Kevin Durant to get married. Cause ain't no good wife, ain't no good wife letting you walk out the house like that. This is the universe saying, "KD, it's time. Go ahead, dude." I swear to God, when I first saw the photo, I thought he was wearing one of them copper joints that they wear to like facilitate healing and shit. I was like, "Oh, so that so they got one for the legs now? You put on your." I thought it was copper. Hey, KD got so much money, I'm taking his response, though. Like, <laughs> I get it. I, I'm going with your response. You know, he, can say that way. he can say that to everything. I get Wait, it. Absolutely. I didn't see what he said. What he he said. just said, I'm going to come with the fuck y'all response, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I can't really, you know, of course you can say that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or I'm not, what was it? I'm not broke. Or y'all broke. You said, I'm going to pull the y'all broke card in a minute. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Yes, you got all the money. Yes, you always going to have all the money. That's good. It ain't going to change the way he plays, so. No, it's not. It's not. And we know he don't care about Like, he doesn't care about that. He is not at all worried about that stuff. No, I'm unbothered. I'm just saying. Okay, so you, so, so. He's not the only one I understand though that might have some issues here. Yeah, well, Wiggs got a couple. He got he got that problem similar. <laughs> he don't wear and he don't wear leggings, so you can really see, you can see the tone, the the, the color change on Wiggs. So we just you know Wiggs, we just slide <laughs> the lotion over to him. And, you know, he makes sure he get right. See, y'all oh, take care of him though. Y'all let him walk out. My boy is two tone. You are gonna call him two tone? <laughs> Hey, we just make sure he, he can't. We don't let him leave the locker room like that, and then we straight. We good. <laughs> hey, GP, uh, can I, I think it's amazing your whole story this season. Does it hit you? You're literally on a podcast right now with David Aldridge. Oh, Is this all a lot? 
Shut up. I just told somebody, I said, I got a I got an interview with DA. I was like, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, this is wild. Like, I've watched you ever since I've known basketball. I was just like, I've seen you just like interview. I'm just like, this oh, is crazy. Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm it's saying not crazy. DA. I'm a, in fact, I'm gonna tell you, man, when you were in DC, and I swear to God, this is the truth, every night, me. Fred Katz, who was the beat writer at the time for The Athletic, and our buddy Ben, who also loves basketball, follows the Wiz all the time. We would be on a group chat all the time talking about, why isn't he playing? <laughs> why isn't he playing? <laughs> like, they were the, Marcus, they were the worst defensive team in the league by like 10,000 miles. <laughs> you know, like, when the Warriors signed him last year, Fred Katz sent me a message. <laughs> he t- yeah. sent me a text. He's like, yo, this dude can play. Watch, no, watch closely. We were all, every night we're like, it was you and Justin Robinson from Virginia Tech. We're like, why aren't these two dudes playing like all the time? I don't understand. <laughs> After, when I first got there, I was I was starting for a cool minute with me and IT. It was me, IT, and yeah. then after the trade, they, uh, IT left, and then I was just out the rotation. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. Dude, that was crazy. It was crazy. So believe me when I tell you. I've been following you for a minute, so we. I appreciate <laughs> we, you. you know. I appreciate you, <laughs> but man. The 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 role has to be like just like drop from heaven for you. Just being on a squad where the spacing is immaculate, and you got like an all universe defensive guy in the back orchestrating everything. It's got to be perfect for you. It makes my job. I just tell somebody like I really like. I don't do a lot. It may look like I do a lot, but it's just like, it's real simple. Like everybody plays their role and everybody on this team is so gifted offensively. Like you said, spread the floor and we got Andre and Draymond out there, you know, orchestrating the defense and and leading us and 30 has been playing amazing on both ways. And he's been getting in the passing lane. Jordan Poole has been doing the same. And, you know, you got Juan, Scott Andrew. We got so many guys that's locked in defensively. Uh, it makes everything on the offensive and just easy, and I can be myself, cut, what, do what I got to do, play the dunker, you know, just hit open shots when they present stuff. Yo, I would literally, I literally would hate playing against you. Like, I had a little, when I was coming up, I had a little cousin. Like, I, you know how them people think they have handles? He was the one reminding me I didn't have handles, right? So <laughs> I used to be like, man, I can't. But he was hella little but fast. He used to always think I just hated it. Like, what does that feel like at half court? against supreme elite ball handlers to take their draws because I show will be turning around and throwing the ball back like, hey, I, I took your cookies. <laughs> like, what is that it's, like? It's just, you know, it's just, I'm just being myself, man. Uh, just be aggressive and make it uncomfortable for guys. Um, this league is as carried over where, you know, you can't really touch offensive guys. So, you know, they're used to not getting touched and being uncomfortable. And I just try to you know, cause that havoc and make that feel that uncomfortableness. So, hey, da, da. There was one yeah. play against Zach yeah. Levine, and then you know yeah. they showed they slowed it down to show the replay. I was rewatching the game, and he got Zach Levine at half court. Zach Levine's face was like, ah, oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> dang. <laughs> I was I was going to ask you because Anthony Slater broke down a couple of play, defensive sets that y'all had. And when you ran in Brooklyn, when you ran the triangle and two on him last week, and you were picking Harden up full court, I just wonder what, like, was he looking at you like, oh, really? Like, you know what? No, yeah, yeah. It was, it was beard, he know, he know that I spent a little time in him in Houston. He know I'm going to be full. I'm going to touch you. I'm going to make it un- uncomfortable. 
And the best thing I think you can do is just get get off the ball. Just have somebody else bring Dude, it. Dude, he was forty feet. He was forty feet from the bat from the ball. <laughs> like, he wasn't even in the play. They see me coming. They just be like, "Oh my god!" But I, I guess that's a I guess that's a good thing. You know, just get off it, and you know, I can do what I need to do. Man, so so your story is a, is a great one. First, I wanted to ask you, how long were you in Seattle before y'all moved? Um, I was born there until, uh, the Ray Allen trade. I want to say that was O two. Okay. So you okay. got traded for Ray Allen to Milwaukee. I think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have any memories of it? Cause that's like, that's like NBA writer's favorite city of all time is Seattle. Oh, absolutely. Um, we love Seattle. Know, just going to practice, um, interacting with guys like, uh, KG, uh, Allen Iverson, Vince Carter pregame and stuff like that. Uh, the 96 uh, finals with Mike. Um, you know, it's just, you know, Vin Breaker, Sean Kemp, you know, it's just all those memory and key arenas. That's really what I get out of Seattle is just key arena. Because we want the NBA back in the worst way to come back to Seattle. Just, man, the run, I mean, just the guys. He's, that, he's trying. He's trying. My dad's helping out. I know, right, right, right. I know yeah. he's he's in, involved with that. But mm-hmm. you talk to Jamal, all the guys that are from Seattle, you know about the program and everything up there yeah. every summer. The love that that guys still have for Seattle is amazing to me throughout the league. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. And the WNBA team, the, uh, the Storm, they've been doing a, a heck of a job, and everybody's been coming out and support them. And just to see how many, you know, people come out and support their game. And now they got the Kraken, the, the hockey team down there. It's just, you know, it's, I think it's, you know, it's overdue. And I think, uh, you know, whatever we got to do to get a team back there, uh, let's do it. What were you like as a kid running around practice? We know about Steph and them shooting against the players. Was you out there locking up dudes, locking up Nate McMillan and them? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I was just, you know, doing what I wanted to do. I, I didn't have no rules, no no boundaries. So, you know, I took advantage of that and, and made sure I can do whatever I want. But, uh, yeah, I was just everywhere, everywhere at the time. I imagine Pops, like, Make sure you run the roost, like right when you, when your dad is the star, you can do whatever you want, huh? Absolutely, I just say, yo, I'm my dad's GP. They're like, okay, you, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> but I mostly, I mostly hung out with the mascot Squatch. I was just trying to be a little Squatch for a game, and I ended up being do that. So that was probably one of the biggest moments I had uh, in Seattle. When did you? When did uh, your athleticism? When did you become aware, like you were so explosive? When did that happen for you? Was it like middle school. Uh, no, probably going into my senior year of high school. Seriously? Um, yeah, I didn't grow until like junior senior year. So once I got a little a little taller, and then uh, I realized that I can I can jump out the rim, I jump out the gym. I got long arms. So um, one summer, you know, I was just working, working, and then the next summer in AAU, I just started dunking. And then after that, um, I had, I really didn't lay the ball up no more. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Was you uh, playing one-on-ones and beating pops yet at that point? So tell me, please tell me you dunked on, on, on yeah. Gary. Um, we didn't really, we haven't really played like a one-on-one match where both of us was kind of like, we can really get after it. He's always, you know, I was always smaller, you know, whatever. So he would just back me down or whatever. But so it really wasn't fair in a sense, but he, 
there's no way he's doing it now. No way. Well, once you got good, he wouldn't play, basically. No, yeah, yeah. He knew it. He said, okay, I'm done. He made the Hall of Fame, and he has nothing to prove, so I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. Man, I want you to dunk on him one time. Just I, once. He, he knows. I know. He knows. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> Matt, look, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, you, you played at Oregon State, too, mm-hmm. and I just wonder, like, what was your thought process as you decided that? Because that's a lot of – you know, you bring it on a lot by going to the same school. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. absolutely. And uh, at first, I had my mindset to go to St. Mary's out here in the Bay um, and play for Coach uh, Randy Bennett. Mm-hmm. And then I took my visit to Corvallis. And, you know uh, I covered team. that team, right? I was covering that team. Who was playing there when you was about to go? Who, uh, St. Mary's? Yeah. Was uh, that- I think a guard named uh, Jarrett. What was yeah. I, I, okay. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared was there, uh, and I think that I can't remember anybody else that was there. But Jared, I know Jared was there. All right, man, I could have covered him early. Dang it! <laughs> but yeah, um, I took my uh, my visit to Corvallis, and just the environment, um, to see the college town, um, you know, the football team, and just the environment of, of the campus and everything. And then I just said, forget it. I was going to take the challenge. You know, I know my dad was get, uh, went here and, uh, you know, just try to help this program get back to the tournament in my two years and uh, do everything I can, you know, to help the, the school and, uh, and the program get back on top. So I um, decided to take it. I knew, you know, what was coming with that, with comparing me to my dad and whatnot. But uh, I just took it as a challenge and, and just went there. But, but a lot of people don't know before that, you play community college ball. And looking at how you are now, I imagine you own community college ball. Is that is that the case? Were you killing? It seems uh, I unfair. Went, I, went few, I went to prep school before that out of high school for a year. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Salt Lake Community College, uh, prep, I mean, uh, Junior Community College for two years. But uh, those two years definitely, you know, helped me, you know, uh, continue to help my game and, and build and, you know, just, just get reps in, you know, to go to uh, Pac-12 Division One, you know, physical up and down, running guns. So, you know, um, every stage, I think, has really helped tremendously. Did Did you feel the altitude in Salt Lake? Uh, not really. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't too bad, you know. I think I think it still, it helped me, conditioning-wise, actually, you know, just to, to work out and, and be down there. So, uh, it didn't really bother me too much. I mean, I, I like Salt Lake. I never had, I mean, a lot of people, I tell you <laughs> <laughs> tell you the story. In 96, as a matter of fact, because I was rooting for Seattle. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, Utah got to the finals. Well, that was 97. It was the next year. And my man, Greg Foster, was on the Utah team. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Greg, I don't – I ain't trying to be up in here for a week. <laughs> Greg said, don't sleep on Salt Lake Day. <laughs> don't sleep on Salt Lake. And you saw <laughs> It was all right. I, you know. then it's a beautiful, beautiful scenery, the mountains, everything. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. So, so you, so you go, you do the community thing, you go to Ohio, you go to, oh, I'm sorry, Oregon state. And then, you know, you come out and you have three stints in the G league with Rio Grande. And, uh, and uh, the last one was with coach Blair, right? That was the last yeah. one. Um, who's now in Washington. And I just wonder like, did you take, did you get something different out of each of those stints in terms of improving on something or were you all, or was it just kind of constant improvement each time you were there? Absolutely. Um, since I touched the G in, in my, my rookie year, um, 
it's actually Jaleesh actually prepared me for this moment right now. You know, every time I go down there to to learn and to get reps and you know just to build and work on my craft. Um, just every year, you know, just trying to figure out the G League and, and see how I can dominate the G League and to prepare myself for, you know, my next opportunity, you know, when I get a call up or whatnot. But yeah, absolutely. G League definitely prepared me for this moment right now. You've uh, you've had this such a windy road. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people would give up. <laughs> a lot of people have given up. Like, why didn't you, especially when you're not actually getting a shot, you're getting a little spot minutes here. Nobody's saying I'm going to give you a full shot. Why, why didn't you give up? Um, just, I, I just, you know, I hadn't already put in the work. Like I didn't already went through prep school, JUCO, um, Oregon state two years, you know, it's just, just, I just try to stay the course, you know, um, I knew if I kept working and kept grinding and kept doing what I was doing, um, somebody is too many teams out here for, you know, for somebody not to give me a chance um, from the start, you know, start of the season, start of training camp. And, uh, once I, you know, once I decided, you know, once I wanted to get that opportunity, I knew I was going to take full advantage of it and, uh, make sure, you know, that I had my, my presence was felt. Do you, do you think that being the son of a hall of famer helped you in terms of mental toughness because you you've heard every insult you've heard every especially everything's been thrown at you since you were six probably right so absolutely absolutely yeah and i did i think definitely that that started at a young age just to build that toughness and you know uh don't worry about what other people saying you know people everybody they're going to talk people are going to say what they want to say um just continue to you know stay in my lane and stay mentally focused and just continue to work you know, just let my let my game, you know, speak for itself. And eventually uh, it started to speak for itself. Yo, and DA in training camp. Well, it wasn't yeah. even training camp. It was summer league. It was summer league. I think you were done. Uh, you weren't playing summer league anymore. Might have been either before the last game or afterwards. He was like, man, look, if I get invited to a camp, I'm making the league. Like I'm, I'm taking a roster spot. Like right. set it off the bat. Right. It sounded like he was like, "Oh, hey, this dude's confident, right?" Right, right. The dude went and played one game and and, that right? <laughs> and, and, and and took the spot. You can't tell me. I know, I know you wasn't born there, but you can't tell me you ain't got some Oakland in you. Come on. <laughs> and my dad used to always tell me when I was uh, coming up when he when he told me that I wasn't a very good basketball player. He just he just told me to uh, you just got to be a dog and. Um, it took me a, it took me a minute, you know, to to figure out what that meant and how I was gonna uh, put that in my game and you know just to make that a part of me. But um, you know, it was just a point where it was just like I don't even it don't even matter no more. Like I don't care. Like once I get this opportunity, I'm gonna make sure that they know what I can do and know that I can help this team or a team or whatever team you know win basketball games. Your your late grandfather Al. Um, was obviously a big part of your dad's life, and I'm sure a part of your life as well. I just wonder what, speaking of Oakland, Mine too. Like what, what, yeah. and, and, right? And yeah. what lessons you got from him, just talking to him, hearing him talk about life and everything else. Yeah, rest in peace to Pops and uh, my grandmother, uh, AP. But no, um, he was tremendous. Um, every time we came down here to visit Summers or whatever, uh, I would always want to go over there, you know, just talk to him and chat with him. He would always have basketballs on, basketball games on, you know, old old clips with my dad, old tapes of my dad, just talking about basketball and whatnot. Uh, talked about uh, when he used to coach uh, the Rebels and everything back in the day. So, um, you know, he was a huge part. And, you know, just to have his input, you know, 
him with my dad and he know me and my dad didn't get along at when we were uh, when I was younger, you know, and just, you know, gave me guidance with him yeah, and yeah. how to deal with that and whatnot. And he knows that, you know, like you said, people was kids were gonna talk to me, pick on me, whatever, you know, just be just be strong, you know, and, and just continue to work and, and grind and you know, um your opportunity will come. Now he his nickname of course was was Mr. Mean. <laughs> and but he was your grandpa's. I just wonder grandpas love their grandsons. And I just wonder it must have been different. Did you want oh, any absolutely. of the meanness? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every it was everybody but me, everybody but me and my sister and my brother. He was Mr. Mean too, because as soon as he seen us or whatever, he know it was just cool. Like we didn't cause no trouble. Man, or whatever. That's cold blooded. That's wrong, <laughs> yeah, man. You know how much we got, yeah, this? man. That's messed up. Everybody, everybody seen it. Everybody knew they seen it. It was just like, like I don't know what to tell you. But that's on him. Like that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like I know, I know what lines not to cross that's with so him and all that. So I wouldn't even even get close to it. But uh, no, but like. It is what it was. I, I love Pops. I miss that was him. that was a scary man, yo. Like yeah. he didn't even have to say anything. I mean, he yeah, just come in the gym I, I and make a face. It. I never seen it personally, but I heard his stories and stuff that he used to just he used to be Mr. Mean. I was just like, I can't, I can't see it because I'd never seen it. So I was like, there's no way. But you know, I guess that's yeah. he had his name for a reason. You you've come into this league at, at such an interesting time, right? And maybe. Maybe this was all by desire, right? This is how it was supposed to be. You come into this league with a bunch of young guards. You come into the league where finally, finally, after decades, the the, the NBA decides to give a bone to defense, right? <laughs> and say, you know, you can't just start flopping right. and throwing stuff. How does it feel? Like, how does it feel to be in this league and you, the how you play basketball? I know you cut from a different cloth, a different era, really. Does that make you feel good about your chances in this league now that you've gotten, you know, the minutes and the shot? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think that, like I said, I just needed an uh, opportunity from the beginning of the season, you know, um, in meaningful, you know, meaningful games with meaningful minutes and, you know, just to help help a team, you know, win basketball games. And like you said, uh, hopefully the league continues to uh, – keep going down this path where, you know, it gets a little bit more physical, you know, over the years, like it was back in the, back in the nineties. So if we keep going that way and, and, and be able to play basketball, um, I think it's going to be good. Uh, fans are going to, you know, enjoy the physicality and, and, and the defense, you know, from teams and everybody who wants to play defense. And um, I think it's just going to make basketball better. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. So, Gary, how do you, how do you let your, 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 your talent, your voice, more importantly, come out on a team that's got all these alphas on it? You got Draymond. Steph's an alpha in a different way. I get it, but he's still an alpha. And you got Draymond, you got Clay coming back, all these guys. But you have to be yourself too, to to be get the most out of your opportunity. So how do you kind of balance that on on this kind of team? Uh, well, just like you said, there's a lot of alphas here, but uh, everybody on this team is very coachable, and uh, we know, like you said, we know our alphas, and and they lead us. And you know what I just try to do is try to echo it, or you know whatever I can do to echo what they're saying, and you know also just give in my you know two cents of you know my defense or whatnot, and just like anybody, I actually. Uh, 30 and Draymond, you know, questions about anything they've been through almost every situation you can um, in the, in the game. So, you know, we let them lead and we follow and uh, you know, if we see anything we can bring it up to them. And of course they're going to let us know if they see anything and, and, and fix it out. But, you know, with those type of guys leading you, um, you know, it's, you can go anywhere. So we just follow those guys and, you know, we just try to do everything we can, we can do to help those guys. Yeah. I'll tell you how it happened. I tell I tell exactly how. Draymond, Steph, yeah. Andre, they looked yeah. at each other. They was like, "Hey, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we found we found one of us. Hold, hold right, on, right. this dude playing like that. Can you imagine Draymond the moment he realized? Like, hold on, I got one of those. Oh, we gonna pick oh, up ninety four. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? That, come on, GP, that's gotta feel good. These are some well, Hall of Famers. Well, yeah, when you got when you got, you pick up ninety four and you got those guys behind you talking and, and directing you, you know, you don't gotta look. All you gotta do is focus on what you need to focus. And those guys behind you have your back, and it's no other better feeling than you know to have have your teammate have your back and in, in talking to you. So you you're, you know as we're doing this, you guys the record is ridiculously good. Um, how do you kind of continue to develop? You know, you're, you're, the minutes are the minutes. They they are what they are. Um, how do you continue to develop? Because you don't want to rock the boat. Obviously, you know that it's, things are going good now. But I'm sure you're like, hey, but I can contribute. I can help. I can do things to help this team win. So again, where's that balance? And kind of, if it's if it's only going to be 12 minutes, let me make it the best 12 minutes I can. But how do you kind of deal with the fact that the minutes may not be as regular as you may want? Um, we're one through what one through 17. We're we're pretty deep, and <laughs> you can put you can put anybody in with a lot of different lineups, and you know. Um, our minutes can honestly be, you know, spread out evenly, you know, besides, yeah. uh, you know, the, the starting five or, you know, the guys who play the heavy minutes would you, whoever comes in, you know, do what you do for that short stance or whatever, you know, just make a difference, get stops and run out. And, uh, we have so many different guys that everybody can do a lot of different things, space the floor. So with a team like this, uh, it's kind of hard to game plan. And, you know, when you get in and you get your minutes, you know, uh, give energy and effort and, uh, you know, that's what it is. And, and, and we move on. You guys got a lot of hunger 
on the on the bench. You got like Juan Toscano Anderson who fought from the Mexican League. You got <laughs> Damian Lee from the the G League. You know, you got a lot of dudes at the end of the bench who were like had to fight for everything. How much do you love that? How much do you feel that personality on the bench? No, uh, yeah, it, it's felt on the bench. Yeah, like you said, uh, we got Cheese, Juan, um, D. Leave, all from the G, uh, and and we, we've still got you know things to prove in this league. You know, um, you know, just trying to make a find a home out here in the league, and continue to grind and continue to you know help teams, uh, help our team win basketball games. But coming off the bench like that, you know we're hungry. You know we're gonna get after it defensively, and we know we got help on the offensive side. You know, if if we really need to get it done. Low key, funniest guy on the squad. Uh, Andre Iguodala. Really? He's, he's, he's not even he's low, a, huh? He's hilarious. No, it's not. He's hilarious. He's okay. A, he's a he's a big kid, like the biggest kid. But he's serious, like it, you know when Dre's serious. But it don't matter what type of moment it is. Like he would do something. It was just he's hilarious, funny. I would not. Have, that would not have been my pick. <laughs> but, but hey, but he is our leader, though. He's our leader, but. Hey, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. Has Draymond yelled at you yet? And what was that like for the first Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Um, what was it? It was something on the defensive end. I want to say a couple games ago. We um, he told me to red, and I didn't. And I didn't. I didn't red, but I knew I should have. And as soon as as soon as the, the play was over, he just looked at me. I looked at him. He. I already knew his face was just like. He was frustrated, but he didn't want to. He didn't want to yell at him, but he was just frustrated. But I knew it. I was just like my fault. I was like, we had a couple of those, but it is what it is. I don't take it as nothing else. But you know, he just wanted me to be great and you know, and continue to help this team and and do the little things. And on defense, I I, I realized that I shouldn't be messing up on little little details. And I tell him to make sure he stay on me and. You know, when when I'm lacking or whatever, just to, you know, pick up the energy, whatever you got to do to pick up the energy, and I'm going to respond. Do you think that learning how to accept, and I think it's coaching, you know, because um, a lot of younger guys sometimes have trouble distinguishing coaching from criticism, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you think being, you know, in that environment from a young age prepared you well for being able to handle stuff like that? Oh, absolutely. Gary Payton. He's my father. And if I can handle anything that when I grew up and <laughs> right. you know, how he used to talk and whatnot, um, right. anybody else on this world is not a problem. I can take it. I can. Yes, I, I understand. And just with certain guys like Draymond, you know, he uh, he's very passionate about the game and uh, he wants you to, you know, he wants you to be great and he wants his team to be great. So he's very passionate and he's going to let you know, you know that you messed up. And then just like like thirty, he'll tell you in a different way. You, you know, you just gotta you gotta learn how to take it from uh, different teammates. But uh, I understand that, and um, it's fine. Like I'm I'm pretty coachable. I think. With Steph, does it come with like harmony music? Like, <laughs> is it like a choir in the background? Yeah, right, right. With some with some strings and harps in the right, background. No, it's real, it's real, it's real, it's real low pro. And you know, he'll just tell you like, yo, maybe just whatever. But it's real soft and low, and you know, he, he really he he connects with you. <laughs> you gotta love Steph, right? He's such a different dude. Like he's nah, his own he, dude, man. He's, he's gonna be great. Who he is. Great human being. Great human being. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any 
time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. I'm, I'm curious your thoughts about, I mean, obviously Steph is incredible and you're guarding like top level guys from hard and like all that. I'm curious your thoughts about Jordan Poole because I have this really high view of Jordan Poole and people have told me like, yo, slow down. But I feel like Jordan Poole <laughs> is an all-star waiting to happen, right? What do you think of him having, having guarded him? Yes, I guess? yes. Jordan Poole is probably one of the top runners for the most improved for this this year um he's playing phenomenal for us uh right now uh he's he's doing what he's doing you know he's in the gym night and day uh working on his crafts working on his game and and it shows and uh, i definitely think in the next few years jordan Poole will definitely be an all-star for sure so tell me to stop don't leave me alone da when i'm hyping jordan Poole. (laughs) no no jordan's nice now i mean you know jordan nice No, you don't just drop 30 in this league like it's nothing. Like, no, no, you got to have some skills to do that. (laughs) Do you ever compare notes with guys like Jalen Brunson and other guys who are sons of former NBA players? Just about the life, dealing with celebrity, dealing with parent like Cole Anthony and people like that, that that have had dads that play, not just play in the league, but play well in the league and play for a long time in the league. Do you ever compare notes with guys like that? No, um, I'm sure, you know, everybody, you know, was, you know, grown up and raised differently, but I, I understand that we're probably, you know, grew up the same way, had, go through the same problems, went through the same problems. Um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, we guys find ways, um, you know, to separate themselves from their fathers or whoever it may be. And, uh, you know, make a name for yourself. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, are doing that. Because you can bullshit like 99% of the world. You know what I mean? Like about about your game, about how you're playing. And most, and then we'll all believe it. But you mm-hmm. can't bullshit your dad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not at all, right? <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we, we find ways, you know. I'm sure, every, I'm sure everyone uses their father, you know, for resources at some point in time. And I'm sure it wasn't the easiest, you know, growing up with them or whatnot. But, uh, you know, guys just figure out fine ways. Do you uh, you find yourself, you know, you're 28 now, you, you know, you head to the to the stage of match full maturation. Right. As a as a mm-hmm. man, uh, do you find yourself appreciating all of it? Like as you get older, looking back, the struggles, the difficulties of being a NBA son and all that. Do you feel, feel like that part of your story you you like it more looking back on it um yeah it's a it's an it's an interesting journey you know um i i probably think more if i would have i would have just called it quits and you know called it quits and, and see what would happen um i just don't know what would i would be doing right now but uh just the simple fact is you know i stuck with it uh had a hell of a support system um through through the years of friends family old teammates whatnot um, 
and it's it's just, it's really crazy uh, the amount of love and support I get now from from everywhere. Um, it's ridiculous, and I just try to return it, you know, by 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 playing the way I do. And uh, when I can physically, I try to just give it back. Well, <clears throat> you should have been the starting two here in Washington. That's all I'm saying. You could have played Brad at the three. It would have been nice. You got you guard the you guard the wing. Brad takes a break. <laughs> yeah, we had it all planned out, Gary. That's what I'm here for. I'm here. We had it all planned out. They nah, didn't listen nah, to us. buddy. He had to come home. He had to come home. Yeah, we had a good run. We had a good run the first like ten games. Yeah. We had, well, we had matchup against Trey, Kyrie, uh, Zach, uh, Jason Tatum, Boston. Ooh. We were great. Miami. We was playing Ooh. good. You were hold, you were just holding your own. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it was like always oh, hanging on by a thread. It was like oh, no, yeah, this dude is falling out here. You know, like I can hold my own. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, that's it. It just took it just took five six years. So be right. it. I can, hey, but I can hold my own. And look, and, and you ended up in the bay. Like, right. come on, I, like, can't, look, is, I can't hate. I can't hate where you belong. I can't hate. This is where you. It's where you belong. It's the bay. It's the bay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. One last question for yeah, you. Hold on. One last question. You uh, you're a thirty percent shooter from three for your career, but somehow with the Warriors. <laughs> Like, I'm just it, saying, it, is this it, real? It's that, what? it's that step effect. It's that 30 effect. Right. 30 dude, effect. Dude shooting 40% from three now with the Warriors. Right. Like, that just happens when you go out there. They hey, they say shoot them. They say if you don't shoot them, it hurt the team. So I got to shoot them. Man, but you shoot. I would imagine on that team, when, some, when that team, when Steve Kerr and Steph Curry say, shoot the damn ball. <laughs> You're like you feel like Superman, right? You better fit it. <laughs> no, but, but it, it has often worked the other way though. Sometimes people see Steph and Clay and they're like, I shouldn't be shooting it. I watch like legit NBA shooters be shook. Like, hold on, should I shoot it? Maybe Steph is over there and they don't right, want right. to shoot it. So you kind of got to be a bit of a gangster a little bit. And especially especially if 30 comes set the screen for you, he is blessing you, you're going to be open, shoot the ball. Right. I'm, there's open and then there's warriors open. I have no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's it's a different kind of open. <laughs> it's, it's different for sure. It's different. And then we got 11 coming back. Uh, oh, it's, so, it's different. Oh, it's, you ain't going to know what to do with the, that open lane. You ain't going to step on one side, play on the other. It's going to be so Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, man, look, I know you, you're just getting out of practice, man. I appreciate you spending all this time with us today, man. Thank you so no much worries. for joining us. I appreciate y'all having me show us any time. It's been an honor, DA. It's oh, been man, an honor. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I do. I do. Hey, what a story, man. Good job. Way to, way yeah. to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Way to persevere. It's fantastic. I, it's incredible. I loved it. I, I love stories I like wait, this. I can't, can't wait to tell my mom I had an interview with DX. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about, Hoppy. That's what I'm talking about. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Damn, my head's not going to fit through the door if you keep hey, doing hey, this. Hey, be, be yourself. Be yourself. Oh, man. Thank you Thanks again, so much, man. brother. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. Man, man, thank you all for listening. As always, man, leave that five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get them podcasts. Marcus, tell the people, if they can't leave that five-star review, what they need to do. 
They need to keep it to themselves or GP2 is going to pick their pockets at half court Just and embarrass them in front of their whole family. <laughs> Five stars and we sick of GP2 on you. That's zero, <laughs> baby. Young love. Young love. Young love. Later. All right, guys. Thanks, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Hey, in honor of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you can get all the athletic script writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com forward slash NBA show for midnight on Monday, November 29th and lock in our very best price of the year. Just $1 a month for 12 months for new subscribers.